Okay, Switchblader is on. Let's see if Hades is on now. I don't see him, do you? No. No. Hmm. Should be here in a second. Any second now. He said send the invite again, so I sent it. Unless his connection or something is messed up. It may be his connection. It's a pretty rainy and uh, windy day throughout the beautiful seasonal West Virginia. Uh, gotcha. What's what's Florida looking like? It's sunny. We got a little bit of clouds, but it's just mostly sunny and windy. Look at us doing the weather. Yep. <laughs> That's great. We should do a weather. We should we should do weather uh weather forecasts. That'd be dumb. Let's not do that. But that's still funny. Man, where is Hades? I starting to get mad. He better not make Alpha Z mad. Odds. Oh, he he's trying. I mean yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's trying. You better not see me though. I'll turn into JPL. <laughs> just oh, just grow a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh man. The, hey, the, hey, question. Did JBL really have all that money? Or was that just a gimmick? I always wonder that. Like with with uh money gimmicks, I always think like, do they are they really that rich? You know, like or uh trying to think here. JBL, he said he was rich. Um, um, Rick Flair, Jim Cornette, you know. Rick Flair, definitely, because I just saw a video not too long ago where one of a certain wrestler, I don't know what their name is, it's some weird name, but he knew him from back in the day and up till now, and he literally told a story about Ric Flair and he honestly told him though like yeah he like you know all those custom like suits and stuff he would have that's all yeah that was all him that wasn't a gimmick that wasn't some that the company paid for it It was all him He, he did it all wow wow that's amazing that really is and uh, I think I heard Jim Cornette on his podcast uh, say that he didn't really have all that money. And in fact, he didn't he didn't do tennis until he did a photo shoot with um, well back then WWF of him on a on a uh, on a tennis court holding the racket. And he he never even played tennis until then. <laughs> or, or he did. But it was it was like one of the only times he's ever played tennis. Yeah. All right, he yeah. just he just said send the invite. Okay, I'll send it. Uh, I'll send it again, and we should start the show then. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add this in the show. This is a fun little bit. All right. All right. All right. See you. Hades, how are you, brother? I'm doing good. How you doing, Zeke? All good, brother. Um. Okay, let's let's wait for Switchblader. He was just here. What the hell? Because he said, send the invite again, and I did. And he was like, okay, I'll be there in a sec. <laughs> uh, 
Come on, Switch. Where yeah. are you at, brother? Fair warning, I might have some connection issues because our cell towers went down, so I'm running off my oh, Wi-Fi. Real? That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. No, no biggie. Switchblader, where are you at, brother? I know you're here. Dude, we were just talking about... Um, uh, okay, we were just talking about this, actually. Money gimmicks. Have you ever wondered, like, if some guy, like, I don't know, fucking... Uh, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, if he said that he was all rich and all that, and all he had all this money, but did he? You know, you ever, you ever wonder if they're real to their, you know... <clears throat> The only three people in wrestling that I think are truly rich are the producers. Uh, but I meant like, <laughs> good point. But I meant like, uh, I'm talking about more of um, like wrestlers with those kinds of gimmicks, you know, like oh, Ric Flair was really that rich, apparently. Like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan were loaded. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. But Hogan never really talked about money until he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. By the way, sorry, a dump truck just drove by. I don't Hollywood know. Hulk Hogan inherited his money from his wife. Uh, First of much. all. I mean, that, that's, that's what they say. I don't, I don't know if it's that true, but, you know, that's what they say. I guarantee it's that true. Uh, it just might be. It just might be. Like, I think the only person that makes decent money based off their contract right now is Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Lesnar makes bank, and he doesn't even perform that much. It's insane. Well, no one's, no one's performing much now, and I'm wondering, do they get some kind of stimulus thing? You know, because they make a lot of money. They're not going to get that government stimulus package. I can guarantee yeah. you that now. That, that's what I'm thinking, and everyone's still getting paid and all that, which is what I've heard. But I don't know if they're technically unemployed, because only some of them are televised right now. You know what? We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm See, sure when, it, when it comes to things like performance-based entertainment, just because like, if you are not performing does not mean you are not un that you are unemployed. Yeah. It's yeah, more yeah. like a hiatus. I got you. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and send the invite again. I don't I don't know why this isn't working, but hopefully we can get it with that try. And I'm gonna add this to the show because this is a fun little bit. So okay, I'll I'll send the invite. Alright. Okay, Hades is here. Switchblader is still not here. Where? We'll find him. We'll find him. Hey, yeah, I can, can hear you, you. Can you hear me, brother? Okay, just making sure you can hear me. Hey, D. Hate these nuts. <laughs> uh, where are you at, Switchblader? Come on. Come on home, Switchblader. Come home. <laughs> you okay, my dude? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just high. <laughs> All right, I'm, I am. 
I, I smoked a little before I came out. I, I needed. It helps me calm down before I do. But that's usually my pre, uh, my uh, pre-recording ritual. Is I, I usually I don't have a, a pre-recording ritual. Mm-mm. No, you don't. Well, I it, it's not just smoking. It's also me doing uh, a couple of vocal warm ups, and uh, I usually get a little bit of water because when I talk, I need a lot of water because I get dry mouth. So. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, you yeah, responded yeah, so, to that so. way late. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh man, where is Switchblader? Where is he? I, I will call Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You know his to. middle name. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. He said it a few times on TV, but he doesn't really say it anymore. Probably because he's not really on TV. But he was like, uh, one of his uh, promos. He was like, uh, "This is the greatest thing to happen to." Vincent Kennedy McMahon and all that. And I was like, Kennedy? Yeah, that Wait doesn't seem like... <laughs> I, was, I was... No, he looks like a Bruce or like a, something so strong, like Vince. Vince, like, Steel McMahon. You, you know, do like know if I ever meet hero. that man, I'm going to yeah. end up calling him Vinny. Vinny, <laughs> people call him Vinny Mac, so I mean that's that's fitting, Vinny. Ah, oh, man. Where I swear, man, we might just have to do the show without him because he was here just a second ago, and now he's not even answering. Where is he? The invite is still open. I don't know how he's not seeing it right now. Let me wave through the camera. Can he see me? No, wait, no, wait. Let me do it the John Cena way. You wait, can't do you have a me. camera set up with him? No, no, I don't. But, like, I was waving through the camera oh my on God. my phone. I wasn't actually. <laughs> we should totally get that, though. That, that, we, need to, we need to get some funding. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of news. We are close. Uh, well, actually, no. We're not really close to anything, but we are close to making a full, like, $2 on our average. How much do we get per episode? A penny? Yeah, it's a penny a play. <laughs> we need sponsors. So, yes, yes, we do. But um, I was looking at our analytics, and we have gained a new country. Who? It is Ireland. Ireland? Yes, Ireland. That is amazing, man. We're I'm I'm glad we're growing, man. People are recognizing us at conventions and like little by little, of course. We're getting fan mail, we're getting fans from I was gonna say I'm pretty and, sure I was the India, only one that got recognized. Sweden. Yeah, I, actually yeah, you were. Okay, uh, Switchblader's wanting to record this, okay? Or he wants to... I think he's wanting to join a separate recording. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join that and see what happens, okay? 
Okay. Switch Still bush. me, dude. Okay. Okay. Wait, Still what? me. Oh, no, no, no. I can't He's hear there. Him. He's there. You can't hear him? Okay, we're going to have to... We're going to... Okay, I'm going to have to do the call because I have to host it because I'm editing the okay. podcast. Okay. Okay, I see Switchblader. Uh, Hades, are you there, brother? Okay, I don't think Hades is here. What keeps happening? This is weird, man. Why does this keep happening? I don't. I don't know. You know what? If this is gonna be like the, the if this is gonna be it, the episode. You know, th- this would. This would, you know, I'd be okay with it at least. I'm, I mean, I'm good to go at with it. I mean, there he is. There oh, we go. Yes. Oh, Hades, can you hear me, brother? I can hear you. Okay, can you hear uh, Switchblade? Switchblade, say something. Do it. I dare you. What's up? Yep, I can hear Switchblade. Okay, let's go ahead and go to war. How? How are we doing, Jens? How are we doing? All good? All good. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick off the show with uh, a little bit of fan mail. We got some fan mail, guys. All right. All right. Awesome. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got. Okay. This one is from Allie. No last name. And she is from New Delhi, which if I am right, that is in India. All right, India. So this this is um, one of our first pieces of international mail. So thank you, Allie, and thank you uh, to our audience, uh, who we have uh, a lot of, you know, listeners that are not exactly in our backyard, but, you know, they're out there. So thank you, guys. And uh, Allie said, hey, guys, I love the show. Just wanted to ask what you guys thought about the great Kali and Jinder Mahal. Wow. Uh well, definitely two of the greatest um, well-known Indian wrestlers to come out and the only two to win WWE champion, if I'm right, or world heavyweight champion, world champion, whatever you know it as. And I think they're both very uh, underrated. I've always liked Kali. I never really had a problem with him. And he's funny, you know, at times, but he's also, you know, real fierce and all that. Jinder Mahal, I love Jinder. I've always liked Jinder. Really good guy. Um what about uh, what about you, Switchblader? What do you think? Um, what do I have to say? Uh, Great Kali was a pretty good wrestler back in the day for me, and I actually enjoyed watching him and getting into feuds with like Batista, Triple H, The Undertaker, Kane, just pretty much anybody yeah. that was coming through the ruthless aggression era. And I, he had a lot of potential, and I still think he could really be good in WWE and even in maybe other places as well. And Jinder Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal was somebody I did kind of watch here and there, but do I feel like he maybe deserved something better than how he, like, when he became world champion. What was that? Did you hear that? No. 
It was like a big shock. Uh, Hades, are you living and breathing, brother? I'm good. Okay, I don't know what that was, but that was... I hope that doesn't happen again. That kind of scared me. I don't know if they heard it, but... Okay, okay, all right. Sorry for interrupting. That just that just threw me off. Okay, switchblade, right. keep on going. I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. But, uh, Jenner okay. Mahal, if... I know from what they were saying, there are reports saying he's going to be coming back, and from what they were saying, he, he looks better than ever. And I hope for... For the foreseeable future, that does happen. If if he comes back and he shows that you know he's better and he's trained and he's done everything he can to get to a certain level where he feels comfortable and maybe allows him to main event in certain ways, then I'll be down for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Hades. Uh, what do you what do you think about uh, the great Kali? And I Jinder don't Mahal? know a whole lot about Gender Mahal, but I do. I am a fan of the great Kali. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, um, I actually forgot to mention this. I once uh, actually, well, I, it doesn't really count as a high five exactly because I touched his finger, but I got to touch the great Kali. Hey, Kali. Yeah, yeah, it was at a live event in, I believe it was Charleston, West Virginia, something. Yeah, I think it was there. And he came out and he just did a match with Cesaro, and then he went over to the barricade, and, uh, you know, where all the fans are. And he was, you know, he, he stuck his hand, he wasn't really looking, that's the thing. He had his hand really low, and he was, like, trying to high-five the kids and all that, you know, oh, yeah, high-five, yeah, Kali. And I went over there, and his hand was, like, sideways. It wasn't even a way you would high-five someone. It's, it's, a, it's like a way you shake someone's hand. Like, like, what do you do when you go up to Great Kali, and he's sitting there with his hand outstretched? Like, he's wanting to greet you. Like, what do you do, yeah. you know? Like, uh, and, and I, I got to touch his middle finger. And I swear to God, his whole middle finger, the tip, spit right in my palm. I swear. <laughs> okay, that's kind of awesome. It was. That is. That is. Uh, that's that's <laughs> man meat right there. That's, that's amazing. All right, all right. Well, uh, again, thank you, Allie, for sending us in uh, some fan mail. And of course, we encourage all of you listeners to do so. And uh, okay, Noah J, we got some mail from you before, and this guy is from nowhere in particular. Very interesting. And uh, this one says, "For Alpha Z, okay, this is a question for me. Who is the greatest Ring of Honor World Champion?" Oh, easy. That's got to be Jay Lethal, man. Oh, always liked him. He's got great charisma. We're at, uh, he's carried a lot of talent. And he's been everywhere, man. I've always liked Jay Lee. And thank you, Noah J. And, oh, guys, guess what? We got something from Clay from Shell C. Oh, I like this guy, this guy again. All right. This guy again. I, I like him. But it, it, the whole Shell City thing kind of throws me off a little bit. Because, like, I'm – because so many people are from, like, Tulsa or from – Chicago or like you know real places and this guy's from Shell City but you know okay so this guy says uh how do you guys feel about Jim Cornette I know he's not a wrestler but he still had a big impact on the industry uh Clay 
very, very good observation. Yes, he has had a very big impact. Uh, not only as like a an agent, and not only as a booker or a promoter, but also as a commentator and executive producer. Man, he's he's done it all. I've I've very much respected Jim Cornette, and uh, in the past, I I judged him I judged him wrongly because the whole NWA thing, where he he they think he made a racist joke but it wasn't a racist joke and they took it wrong and they fired him and all that but i heard his side of the story and all that so i mean i've always liked jim Cornette. what do you guys um, uh, switch what do you think? the only really the only period points i would say of like of what i saw of jim Cornette and like saw like how he was was probably from what we were talking about not too long ago with when he was a part of WWF and he had the tennis rack and stuff. Um, yeah, I would watch some of the stuff he would do and just I would think it'd be funny because of how he would try to interfere in so many matches and so many situations that, you know, always the good guy or the bad guy did something to him that just made me laugh. And, like, but... Yeah, yeah, he's he's always been he's always been good as a performer. But yeah, that's from good. what you were just talking about, with like executive director or manager or even a general manager because of TNA, um, he he's done a lot, and there's been a lot of controversial controversial stories about him in TNA and even a little bit after TNA as well that I, I, Oh, Oh, totally. Totally. He's, he's got controversy everywhere, man. You get, it's corny, but Come on, you know, from all those standpoints, so I think he is probably one of the best. Yes. And I give him respect as well. Just like you, Alphazy. Okay. All right. Uh, Hades, you got anything to say about, uh, Jim Cornette? Uh, what do you think about him? He was a good promoter, but other than that, I don't have much to say about him. No, no, uh, you know he's he's an acquired taste, like uh, many wrestling personalities, and he is very controversial. So I I see your you know I see your uh, uninterest a little bit, but you did say he was a good promoter. That's right, because he did Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I knew he was a promoter, but I forgot for which one exactly. But okay, uh, uh, Hayden, anything right else now. to say, brother? Okay, all right, all right. So thank you, Clay from Shell City, and uh, we got one more. And this one is from the original Jobberinski uh, from the internet. All right. Okay. Starting to get some starting to get some characters on here. Okay. Uh this one says, Hey Talk is War. I enjoy your show. Love the vibe you guys have. Thank you. Thank you, Jabberinsky. However you say that. Uh, I have a question for all of you as pro wrestlers. Okay, so this is more of a pro wrestler based question. Who is the one guy or girl you'd be scared to work with in the ring? God, um, I guess I'll go first here since I already have it picked out. Uh, Suzuki, man, I would I would never 
want to step anywhere in the ring with Suzuki. Honestly, if if I could, it would be an honor. But it's fucking Minoru Suzuki, man. I'm terrified. I will I will piss my pants if he attempts to high five me. Okay, I'm terrified of Suzuki. So that's one uh, girl. I, I don't know. I I never really thought of that. I, hmm. Maybe I should give that thought. Uh, okay, Hades, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, for a guy, Cesaro. And for a girl, Nia Jax. Cesaro. Oh, who'd you say Cesaro. for a guy? Cesaro. He's... He, yeah, yeah I, I see your point there. He is a bit stiff, too, you know? Whoa, okay, we are having a little bit of connection issues. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I can still, still hear me. Yeah, I can okay, hear you. 80s, can you hear me? Oh. Okay, All right. okay, we're good now. So anyway, you said uh, yeah. Nia Jax and Cesaro, right? Good picks, good picks. Uh, for me, if I was for the male, I would have to pick. The only reason why I'm going to say I picked this guy is because, one, I would love to face him, but also for the fact that I have been terrified of him. But at the same time, I think it could be something neat. I would pick Brock Lesnar. I would want to pick Brock. Oh I would, man! I'll uh, I'll if do I do I throw in a towel or, you know, like no, I know I wouldn't want to fight him. God, I, I mean, I, I I don't want to be at ringside at least because I I mean Lesnar. The thing is with Lesnar, it, he's like um, I'm trying to think of some wrestlers that do Braun Strowman. He does this too. A lot of the bigger guys, what they do is whenever they're fighting one guy and one other person is at ringside, whether you're a manager or a valet or, a, 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 you know, a ringside technician, whatever the fuck they have, they always get drug in it and they always get fucking hurt. They do. I, I, I hate that. But you want to work with Brock because you honor him as a yes. combat sport athlete. That's amazing, man. I, I feel mm-hmm. that. I feel that it's respect. But you know? My female with the Oscar, I would be terrified to get in the ring with Oscar. Oh, God. <laughs> That's an awesome pick, but yes, I would be too. But I heard she's really cool when she's, uh, you know, herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess you could say normal, but, you know. Ah, that's rough, man. Uh, very good pick, guys. Uh, I I got to get to thinking about my female wrestler who I would not want to face because I never really thought about wrestling females, you know? I mean... Well, well in an understandable sure. point, you know, some men have never had that thought of, you know, what if I fought a woman? Who would be the one, though? Mm-hmm. 
I know that all too well because uh, Orange Cassidy, I didn't think he was an intergender wrestler. And then I saw a match with him and Kaylee Ray or uh, Kylie Ray or something um, like that. It, yeah, it was, it was Kylie Ray because Kaylee Ray's in NXT. We watched the Royal Rumble where Nia Jax just said, screw it, and threw herself into the men's. That's true. That is the reasoning Nia Jax is my That's choice true. of. I- Fuck no, I, I didn't think they would give her. I didn't think they would give her such. I didn't think they would give her such a spot, you know, because they've been shying away from Attitude Era like angles for a while. So that was really surprising. But yeah, it's it's cool to see. All right, let's let's move on. Um, we got some news. How you guys feeling? You guys feeling yeah ready for some news? Okay. All right, let's get it here. Uh, Let's see here. All right, uh, the new names have been revealed for the Revival after their release. Uh, If you guys are unaware of this, the Revival were requested their release immediately by WWE uh, earlier this week. And uh, it says that uh, Scott Dawson has changed his name to Dax Harwood on Twitter and Dash Wilder has changed his name to Cash Wheeler. So it looks like those are the names they will use on the independent scene or in AEW. Even though <laughs> I think we all know where they're going. I mean, come on, man. Like everyone's like, oh I I wonder where they're gonna go. Let's uh let's see. They they've been talked about by the young bucks, uh well, maybe, maybe they'll go to Impact. For oh my God! <laughs> you can't take that serious. I mean, God, we know where they're going, and I don't know what the fuck I just did, but that's literally what people are doing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, well, it's good to see that they're you know moving on. They've been very unhappy for a while, so I'm glad they're finally. You know, being happy. So this is good. I if, if, say, guys? if the I got if rumors are true and if they decide to go to AEW, I mean, it be it would be perfect because I mean, from the YouTube channel of Being the Elite, how many times did we hear just about every one of the members of Being of the Elite say, "Fuck the revival." That's true. And I've I've always um, I kind of gave this a thought too. Uh, a lot of AEW's uh, contracts in New Japan as well, because like people like Jeff Cobb and Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, and, or no 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 not Kenny Omega, but uh, uh, sorts you know. Um, do you think it's possible. Revival would go to New Japan? It's a possibility. I'd love to see that. Dude, I would more than the Young Bucks, I want to see them take on the Gorillas, man. Gorillas of Destiny, please give it to us. Ooh, Revival that would Gorillas be of Destiny. I'm interesting please. to say the very least. That'd be amazing. Yes, it would be amazing. I don't care what kind of match it is. I want it. All right, let's let's move on here. Uh see what we got we got something crazy going on and this thing is called coronavirus man 
Yes, and, it is. And then insane, man. It's 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 crazy. Yes. So, uh, due to the coronavirus, uh, the XFL has officially filed bankruptcy, and uh, this, of course, being owned by Vince McMahon. Now, this is very, very tragic because I was actually really excited for the XFL, and I actually watched a few uh, games, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't even like football, but um, this this was new. I, I really enjoyed it. No. Really sucks to see no, it go. It, it can can't. never stick around, can it? No. Uh, Hades, Switchboard. I, uh, I, I knew XFL was destined to die from the start. I mean, A for effort. Yeah, you know? but it's it's a football league made by a wrestling promoter and producer. It, it was destined to die. That's true. I mean, it it did. I think it did thoroughly well, and I don't know about the view, uh, the uh, viewership, or whatever. But I, I felt like it did successful, you know, or at least, uh, you know, for the most part. I mean, uh, Switchblader. I can get it from where Hades is saying, you know, from what he. What he just said, you know, it it was gonna die right there from the start. But I also watched it as well, and I could see, you know, people were when they did their first games, people were excited to see at least something else besides the NFL. You know how they do their whole season, and now they brought this into it, and I never really had any. Right. Right. News or anything special to say about it. The only time I ever heard about the XFL besides from when it came back and all this was going on with it was just from a gimmick thing a long time ago with DX talking about the XFL. So do I think it's upsetting? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that. did I? You actually mentioned that on the show before, too, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you did it a little bit ago. But though. do I but, uh, do I find it upsetting it. that you know after it just got brought back, it's now back down under. It's it's kind of upsetting, but hopefully you know things turn around and things change, and hopefully things go out for the better. Sure. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. All right, let's um, gonna take a little um, take a little different news turn here. We got some news from us to you guys, uh, you guys, the Warriors. Uh, we have listeners in Ireland. Thank you guys for listening to us. Thank you guys for spreading the word and to our friends over in Ireland. Hello and thank you for listening. And uh, send us some voice messages. Uh, send us an email. You know how to reach us. Uh, TIWBayBay at gmail.com. And uh, we got our Facebook page. You guys know how it's done. So be sure to reach us there. Thank you guys again for listening to us all the way from Ireland. That's that's really cool. I have roots in Ireland. Or, sorry, I've heard. Dude? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure some yeah, of us. No, I did not. No, you. I, I think out of the amount of time I've known you guys, I've never heard you mention that. Well, it's it's only it's it's uncertainty, so it's not you know. I don't really think it's that worth mentioning if it's uncertain, but you know, it it could be, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I have yeah. I have roots in Germany and Italy, so that's pretty cool. Okay, I like Italy and Germany. Okay, uh, let's move on from that. Okay, uh, the NXT Cruiserweight title has uh been stripped from oh hang on it's uh having a little trouble here i believe it was uh travis banks right that was cruiserweight champion i, I may be wrong um i i, I want to say yes but i might be wrong as well the the article is not loading it's like oh there we go okay it's loading now Ah, storm. Okay, here we go. Jordan Devlin. Okay. Um, He has been stripped because he has not been able to travel to North America to defend the title. So this kind of sucks because they're taking it away because of the coronavirus, and it's not – I mean, it's impacting a lot of things, you know, but, you know, what, what can you do? You know, but the NXT Cruiserweight Champion has now been put in a tournament strategically placed by William Regal, NXT General Manager. And uh, there are two groups in this consisting of four people each. Uh, Group A consists of Kushida, Drake Maverick, uh, the premier athlete Tony Nese and Jake Atlas. And Group B consists of Isaiah Swerve Scott. El Hio del Fantasma, who is making his uh, debut, uh, Akira Tozawa, and gentleman Jack Gallagher. So this is going to be a really cool thing to see because I always love the Cruiserweights. I will say that forever and ever until the day I die. The Cruiserweights are fucking amazing. I've loved them in WCW. I love them uh, back in the uh, fucking Ruthless Aggression era. I love them now, and I love them at the CWC too. But this is amazing. I, I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, Hades, got anything to say? Repeat the question. Uh, do you have anything to say about, you know, Jordan Devlin getting stripped of the Cruiserweight champion and uh, about the new tournament? I did hear something about the new tournament, which I'm excited about. But Cruiser Devlin getting stripped of that doesn't really hurt me at all. No? No. Do you you think think Jordan Devlin's got, you know, better opportunities out there? Where he's at now, not really. In all honesty. I think he's he's reached the end of his rope. I mean, we are of uncertainty right now, especially without the audience. I mean... It is hard to say. Like, Jordan wasn't super popular to begin with. That's and true. I just I just think that Devlin 
didn't build the name for himself fast enough. So yeah, people yeah, I aren't mean, he's, really gonna he's, care that much. He's more of a name with the UK audience than he is with the American audience. But you know, it, that's still kind of smaller because you know. Uh, waiter have anything to say? Um, I'm pretty, ex- I'm pretty excited for the tournament as well. I think it's going to be a good one compared to the cruiserweight classic that they did along a while back. And do I, yeah. like, do I find it kind of messed up that Jordan is being stripped of the title and not being able to defend it? Because pretty much, even though, yeah, he's losing. He's losing the title. He can't defend it because of our current situation going on with, you know, the whole corona pandemic going on. But I feel like this will open I feel like this will open up more to when if this all blows over, like in the future, hopefully near future, he still has the opportunity to come back and reclaim something he did not lose, he was stripped of. But do you think he's going to? It, it just all it all depends. It just all depends on how things go. That's a fair question. In all honest in all honesty, I don't think Deplin's gonna try <laughs> to go back and get his titles and everything that he had. I think I think being stripped of his title broke him. I mean, he's I think he's still young. I think he's still got some, you know, potential in him, but you know, we're very uncertain right now, so we're just going to have to wait and see. Hopefully this whole thing is over before anything gets too crazier cuz right now it's crazy, but I it could get terrible, you know. All right, let's Let's move on. Let's move on from that. Uh, we if got... things get tr- if things get true crazy, y'all can eat me first. I have the most fat on my bones. <laughs> crazy. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's get one more news story for us here. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay. This is this is pretty interesting. Uh. According to uh, the Tampa Bay Times, this is an article that says, Why Pro Wrestling is the Most Universal Art Form We Have. This could be interesting. I'm, 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 I'm going to give this a little read real quick, uh, just to bring it up on our news. I want to see some points. I want to critique this. Okay, here we go. Um, okay. And this is, of course, uh, according to Tampa Bay Times. Uh, There's a saying among pro wrestling fans often attributed to WWE's Paul Heyman that goes, for fans, no explanation is necessary, and for critics, no explanation will do. Very true. Perhaps it's true, but we asked wrestling fans to give us a good explanation anyway. With WrestleMania returning to TV screens this weekend, the Tampa Bay Times reached out to a group of smart, prominent wrestling fans and asked how they'd explain the greatness of wrestling to a friend who didn't get it. This is something that... A lot of us wrestling fans are very we're, – we're faced with this a lot because whenever we talk about pro wrestling and whenever someone asks, hey, what are you into? You know, what do you like to do? And you say, oh, I like, yeah, I like wrestling. You know, I like pro wrestling. And they got to fucking 
break it down for you. They got to, oh, hey. Like, I don't need you know, your breakdown, love. I've been know, watching this since you were in diapers. Yeah, and it's like, they, they, they got to give you, it's like the talk. They're like, I hate to tell you this, but wrestling <laughs> is fake. Oh yeah, now you tell me. I mean, fuck, I'm 20 years old. How did, do you not? Do I you will think say this. I... I mean, okay, okay. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do see what they're saying. Yes, of course. It's you know to them. Yeah, fake. But it's. I don't really think it's a fair word. I I've always said that. I I, I never really liked that word fake. It's staged, yes, of course. You know, the ultimate warrior isn't really a warrior, and the rock isn't really a rock. I get it, you know? But, you know, it's it's like... <sighs> anyway, let, let, let's move on from that. Uh, this is something we're faced no, I've, with. No, I've got something. Okay, okay, what do you got? I've got something for that. I will say this and hold this till the day I die. It is scripted. Yes, the moves are pulled. Yes, but let me drop you you on your head from the top rope and see how much you can handle it. Oh, yes, fuck. thank you, Hades. Very good, very good point, mate. Okay, um, let's move on here. Um, this is something we're faced with a lot, and honestly, I really want to get some of my friends into pro wrestling because I don't really have a lot of people to watch it with, so... Okay, here we go. Uh, one person said, you know how... Are we not Jersey... your friends? <laughs> no. <laughs> I meant, like, here, like, with me. Uh, anyway. Uh, s- let's see. Uh, someone um, commented, or not commented, but someone in the article had said, you know how in musicals the idea is that they're so filled with emotion that all they can do is sing it out. You just have to sing. And that's how wrestling is. They're so filled with emotion. I want to be the champ, or you betrayed me or you slept with my wife that they have to fight wrestling is so much about friendship and betrayal and how much that hurts as a human it's better than real sports because in real sports cinderella stories never actually happen wrestling knows what you want and the cinderella stories happen okay um can we give this person the fucking uh nobel peace prize for the greatest fucking arrangement of words I have ever seen printed on screen. Can we talk Thank about you. the be- betrayal trope for a minute? That That is very true. A lot of uh, pro wrestling revolves around people betraying others in terms of uh, you know, throwing someone over the boat during some kind of shady storyline or someone le- like someone holding someone else back and they need to go. Like, that's so true. You know, that's emotion. Like, come or on. Someone hey, hitting, hitting the ba- them in the back with a tray with a chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Hades, think about it. Think about it. Whenever uh, Seth Rollins, whenever he turned on the shield and he hit Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose with the steel chair. Did you feel it? Oh, when he hit Roman in the back with the chair, I was like, oh, what's going to happen now? Oh, did you think Dean was going to turn with Seth on Roman? Oh, I did for a minute. 
and then I saw Man. the surprise in in Seth's in Dean's face, and I was like, "Ooh, Dean was not expecting this." Yeah, yeah. There's no way, but you know, it's emotion, and it's very true. If um, it's like it's kind of like the Avengers. It's like whenever you watch it, you feel the emotion, you know, and you're watching. Uh, the, the Tony Stark, whenever he died in Endgame. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen that movie yet, even though it came spoilers. Out <laughs> anyway, um, whenever Tony Stark uh, tried Switchblader cried the- like a bitch. You, yeah, please. I did too. I'll tell you. But whenever every <laughs> men cried, men cried that day. Hades, don't give me that shit. Anyway. Whenever uh, Tony Stark uh, tragically passed away after sacrificing himself for the other Avengers and for Earth, it, you felt that, you know, you were you were emotionally connected. And of course, it wasn't Iron Man because it's Robert Downey Jr. And that's not, you know, that's not Thanos. That's fucking Josh Brolin and all that. Of course it is. But to you, it's it's them, you know, like and, and that's the that's the thing people don't get about wrestling is like. You gotta have that suspensive dis- uh, suspensive disbelief with that, you know. Anything else to say, guys? The the pile on top of this this is amazing. I love what we're doing. No, I I really don't have anything to say. I mean, y'all pretty much gave every God. point and detail into it. But I will say this though, from what there's from what y'all have said, and also from the articles that people had said and written about this it it is true but it's also the understanding is it's a business and i will use these words because big show big show said in an interview a while back how like when you get into the wwe or even in any wrestling organization in the world it's a business and if you want to get to the top you will have to you're going to have to step on people's toes. You're going to have to show them that, hey, I'm here. I'm here for a reason. And that reason is either I want to become yeah. champion, I want to be the greatest of all time, or I want to leave my mark in the industry showing people that, hey, that guy went out there and gave it 100% every time. And he didn't do it for himself. He did it because of the fans. Oh yeah, yeah. There's always there's always stuff going on with the band. There's always stuff going backstage that can very well dictate what goes on in this industry. You know. Okay, let's let's move on from that. That was amazing, and uh, that is it for news of the rest. Talk is war. A uh, very special episode we're doing today. It's not even our 50th episode special. We're very close to that. And it might be delayed. But we're going to do every episode leading up to that. We'll, we'll let y'all know. The thing is, is that we're trying to get everyone together. We're trying to get Jake. We're trying maybe to get Beefcake. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we'll figure it out. Uh, as soon as this coronavirus thing dies down and, you know, we'll get Hades and Switchblader and... We'll do it all, man. The only the only way right I think off. we're gonna get gonna beefcake suck. back in is if we all take a weekend for the fiftieth and we take a trip to G Vegas. Okay, and if you guys do not know this, G Vegas is uh, 
what most people refer to as Glenville, where we go, because it's um, You know what? I haven't been in a while, and I think I left something in my old dorm. I don't know if anyone's in there, but... I, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll I bet you nobody's in there right okay, now. Right. Let's, let's, um, probably not. All right, guys. Uh, let's, um, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to go on commercial break. And whenever we come back, we are going to be revealing our two topics of today. Because uh, we are cutting, a, we're cutting a little bit of time, uh, how we normally do, because we're actually adding on more time because of those additional recordings. So. Uh, when we get back, two topics reveal. Uh, do not go anywhere, people. And connecting. Uh... They are connecting. Switchblader, you are connected. Hades, can you hear me, brother? Yeah, I got you, man. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Talk Is War. And, uh, you know, of course, your hosts. Oh. Hades, switch yep. here. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. Just making sure. That was weird. Okay. Anyway, welcome back to Talk Who's War. Hope you enjoyed that advertisement, whatever you may have heard. Uh, of course, Alpha Z and Switchblader and Hades. There we go. There we go. Okay, we. It's hard to do whenever we're all not together, but you know what? We'll, we'll figure it out. So, uh, let's go ahead and do our two topics reveal of the day. And our two topics of the day are uh, well, our first one is going to be favorite Brock Lesnar feud. There's been many, many, many feuds with. The Beast Incarnate, but few have got to take the cake. So we're going to talk about that. And we also have uh, to talk about female wrestlers. Now, this is numerous, you know. This is not just a WWE thing. We're talking about all female wrestlers in general. So going to get some opinions, going to get some uh, thoughts from... Uh, well, we hope to get some from some of you guys, so be sure to uh, to uh, tune in and uh, send us some fan mail, some voice messages. You guys know how it's done. And, well, let's go ahead and get down to it. Let's go to war. And let's let's go ahead and start with Brock Lesnar, man. Um, Hades, Switchblader, either of you want to go first? Or... Um, either, either way, I mean... One of us can start. Um, uh, I'll go first. All um, right, Hades. What do you got to say about uh, your favorite Brock Lesnar feud? My favorite Brock Lesnar feud. God, there's so many to pick from. There is. It wasn't a feud as so much many, as it, like uh, leak caliber. It wasn't a feud as much as it was. These two tried to act very similar, and it just didn't work. But I would have to go with Brock Lesnar versus Steve Austin. 
Yeah, that was that's a very good one. Um, it was very short lived because if I'm right, uh, Stone Cold didn't want to sell to, uh, or he didn't want to lay down for Lesnar. So that's when he left WWE, if I'm right. Yeah, Stone Cold had a falling out with, uh, with everybody, really. And that's when he left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not with most people, but, um, you know, he had that, he butted that with Lesnar a bit. But, um, now, that was your favorite feud because uh, the two displayed a lot of aggression. And you do like that. You do like feuds with a lot of aggression. You know, They were so aggressive towards each other, but they never realized how similar they were to each other. And that, that, that's, that what made, they, they that's what have, made it my favorite. They're very similar. I do see that. They're both very... Uh, Absorbent, they're both very uh, carefree, and they both get what they want, and they kick ass, and you know, get the check. That's it. You know, I, that that's a very good point. I never really, I never really paid attention to that. Very good observation, Hades. Like what you're doing, man. You got some eyes on you. Okay, uh, Switchblader. What about you, brother? Uh, my favorite feud I would have to say that I've ever seen with Brock Lesnar would have to be the feud between him and Kurt Angle and in an early ruthless aggression era. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That that feud led to WrestleMania. Yes it did. Now the yeah. reason why the reason why I picked this feud is because we pretty much saw some of the best that Kurt and Brock could put out against each other as both wrestlers, tacticians, and you know, just showing that this was pure between the two of them because they their histories of stuff that they've done before they ever came to the WWE is kind of similar, but it's also different. And I could see that yeah. through their matches, through their through their promos that they would do, their skits that they would also pull on each other, that you knew this was yeah. going to be an excellent feud between a man who, obviously, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, and a man <laughs> who, yeah. who was unstoppable, and no matter who you put in front of him, whether it was a big 400-pound man or even two men, it didn't matter. Rock was going to, you know, dominate and try to make a name for himself. And this is why I say I like this feud, because Kurt was probably one of the only few people who could match Lesnar in a few ways, and even could push Lesnar to the limit yeah. as well. <laughs> no, no, I see your point. You know, they were very evenly matched. I, I can't agree with you more. Uh, anything else to say, Switchblader? Nope. I I just say that's one of my greatest feuds I've ever seen with Brock. There's a few others, but that's my top one. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Very well said. Um, my favorite has got to be uh, Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. Uh, 
uh, Simone Joe, always loved uh, one of the toughest guys out there, one of the greatest performers and uh, of all time and of today, of course. Not just WWE, but pro wrestling in general. But um, Samoa Joe, he was not afraid, man. He was a bad, bad dude. And if he was going to take you out, he was going to do it with precision. And he looked Lesnar. He looked at the Beast Incarnate straight in the face, and he didn't look back. He didn't blink. He was stone fucking cold, man. Uh, Samoa Joe always liked him, you know? And I hope that someday we get this... um, the, uh, the push of Samoa Joe, the one that he actually deserved. You know, this guy was Impact World Champion before. Come on. And NXT Champion. And come on. Anyway, um, it, he was not afraid. And that's something that was very admirable about him. The courage that uh, he had. Uh, he wasn't, you know, he knew Lesnar. He knew him. He was, he was ready to go. And that was amazing. So, that's got to be one of my favorites. I hated that they didn't have enough time to do it because I was actually listening to an interview on, uh, I think it's Inside the Ropes or Beyond the Ropes, something like that, a YouTube channel, with Paul Heyman. And he was talking about if he could have got his hands on Samoa Joe sooner, they would have stretched it to about eight months instead of two months or one month or whatever. They would have made it last to WrestleMania and maybe even Samoa Joe taking the Universal title off of them which I've kind of always wanted, you know? Another thing so. another thing that I've realized with Lesnar more recently, because he hasn't really been out and about the way he used to be, have you guys ever realized that if Lesnar didn't have the feuds and storylines he had, he would just be a failed, a failed MMA fighter with anger issues? Yes. Yes. Like he would just, I will agree with that. He would just be the next WWE beat stick if he didn't have the storylines and feuds that they threw in with him. Okay, very good observation. He'd be, very good observation. He'd be the bigger CM Punk. Great. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. All right, well, uh, very well said from us, Jens, I got to say. And... Um, Warriors, we want to know what you think. So be sure to, you know, tell us what you guys think about each of these topics, just like you do with every uh, of the uh, other ones. So now we're going to be talking about some female wrestlers. Let's talk about the ladies, guys. Let's do it. Let's, uh, we got a lot out there. Uh, many from the past, Fabulous Moolah, China, and uh, Mae Young, and uh, Ivory, Jacqueline, all these others, they cemented their legacy in this industry, and they have made some of the biggest impacts, not even not of just pro wrestling history, but of women's history, you know? And that's something that a lot of pro wrestlers overlook. Uh, and pro wrestling fans do it too, you know? A lot of them overlook the accomplishments made by women pro wrestling, you know? Um, my favorite... As of right now, I, I I haven't really seen too many, but um, before the whole coronavirus thing took off, I was really getting interested in, um, oh, who was it? Lacey Evans, because I didn't really, you know, I just thought she was just another wrestler before, but she's she's got, she's got skill, and I really like what she's doing. And, you know, I thought they were pushing her wrong, but 
you know, they're they're doing their thing. And uh, I've always loved Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Asuka, and I love Liv Morgan. But Leva Bates from AEW is fucking amazing. I will always say that. And so is Hikaru Shida and fucking Kong. I, I love female wrestlers. They're just amazing. There's so many great ones out there. But Leva Bates, Liv Morgan, and Scarlett Bordeaux, and maybe, just maybe, maybe, just just maybe, Katie Forbes. If I could just get them all in one room, just, if I could have the nicest conversation with each of them, oh my god, I would be completely... Yeah, because I'm sure, I'm be sure a conversation is okay, the sorry. only thing you want to have with them. Okay, let's pull out of that. Um, Hades, Switchblade, do you guys have anything to say? I've got one. I've got mine. Okay. Who so, anybody who's listened for a while before knows I prefer the darker characters, the more alternative characters. So, my favorite female wrestler is Paige. Amazing one. One of the best of all time. Because Paige, I did recently um, watch the movie. And Paige started out at NXT as one of the more hated wrestlers, built herself up, and took the Divas Championship in her first match on the main roster. Plus, I also have a weakness to goth chicks with accents. Yes, yes. Paige is amazing. I'd love the movie too. Uh, Switchblader, anything to say? Uh, favorite female wrestlers? Um, I would, from out of you know, just out of the blue with just female wrestlers. I, I mean, like I like how how women's wrestling has changed. I'm, I'm happy it's you know different from how it was before, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to see. Like, I'm happy to see all these, you know, women who took a stand and just fought for equality with wrestling and just changed the game. But with women wrestlers that I would have to say were a favorite, I would go with Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, um, I will, Alexis Bliss, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> And um, Alexis Bliss. I, I made a mistake, all right, man. Um, Alexis Bliss. It's funny though. It's like it's like an alternative name. Like Alexa. Like everything is the same, but in this alternate universe, Alexa Bliss is actually named Alexis Bliss. Her real name is Alexis. Yeah, yeah, I I heard so. Or well, she goes by Lexi. Yeah, if, in in her Lexi Kaufman. Yeah, her her full name's Alexis Kaufman, but she goes by Lexi. Out of the ring. Oh, cool. That's pretty. Raise cool. of pretty hands. Cool. Uh, anyone else? Switchblader. What is it? Oh, sorry. Uh, Hades was about to say something. Actually, raise of hands because I I can be candid here and and say that. This is the only reason I like Alexa Bliss. Raise of hands from you guys and the Warriors. The only reason you like Alexa is for sex appeal. 
no, 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 no. I'm not raising my hand because it's like she is sexy. I will say that. And oh, <laughs> but um, you proved my got, point. It's, it's also the personality. She's very. She's very, um, she's very talented. She's very fierce, but she also she doesn't take shit. You know what? She gets what she wants, and she's willing to do whatever it takes to get it. Wow, this sounds like the opening too. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, Alexa, you know she's always got the, um, she's always had the skill, and she's always had the character. She's always been a great performer, but. She also knows how to pull herself out of a spot if, you know, she fucked up or something. So she's really good at spotting. Um, but she is definitely sexy. I will say that. Oh, I know I'm going to get hate mail from some some woman over in England or something now. <laughs> Prob- I mean, probably. We'll, we'll see what happens. We, we may get some... Thirsty ladies out there, maybe. I'm waiting. Figure it out. I'm waiting for us to we get hate get some mail because it's going to be there. funny. I don't, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that we won't get. Uh, I don't doubt that we'll get thirsty dudes. For all the we'll, thirsty we'll dudes we'll out there, Hades, myself, is the only one that swings that way. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, unless any of us got something to say, but anyway, let's move on from that. Um, is, is that all you have to say, Switchblader? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, just like you, I didn't raise my hand with that because I don't just think of women wrestlers as something of just a sex appeal i also see them as performers and that's really what they tried working up to yeah yeah we all do we all do you know but um sex appeal a lot of dudes look for that you know uh my friend only likes mandy rose because of her sex but you know that may just be because he's a pervert but still uh see i can agree with him there because that man that's pretty much all Mandy Rose has anymore. I mean, let's let's not though. She's 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 fine too. There's a lot of fine ladies out there, I will say that. But you know. Uh let let's let's try away from that and uh thank you guys for you know uh giving me and the Warriors uh, very well thought out opinions very very good observations from each of you about these both topics so again warriors we want to encourage you guys to reach out to us to uh, let us know what you guys think about each topic we talk about so all right so we're gonna end the show a little bit early even though we've had a lot of time in uh we're not gonna do the rumors or any events because no uh let's see uh ground zero will be coming at you uh, I think we will do that Wednesday or Thursday. I'll let you guys know. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for any Facebook posts, uh, you know. And I think that's it. Be sure to stay safe, Warriors, and, uh, you know, keep doing you. We'll keep doing us from Alpha Z. Switch later. And Hades.
Thank you guys for joining us today and goodbye.